Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. Welcome, welcome. The slow road to better. Why do we do the slow road to better? Well, we've been lucky where we can talk about it to our our friends, people here at the Stroke Comeback Center, but now then we can tell more people across the world to learn about it. What is the it that we're talking about? Aphasia. Stroke yeah. survivors. Mm-hmm. TBI people. Life moves on. Inspiration. Help listeners. That our inspiration of a bridge of hope. I love it. Trying to help each other a lifeline. Part of it also is we started doing it. It's not because we just wanted to tell everyone to see what happened to us. But also we wanted to get better talking ourselves oh, with the phaser. Sure. And we wanted to one day, it's not going to... Phase is not leaving it, but we'd like to crush it a little bit. Let's listen in. Listen in. Hey listeners, this is Melissa. I wanted to let you know that this episode is part two of our discussion with Marty Carroll, physical therapist. If you don't know who Marty is, you might want to go back and listen to episode 37 first. Hope you enjoy. I, I All right, yeah. I got a question. Because yeah. um, I was lucky and I had great PT for these different places I lived. And after I was in uh, Walter Reed, and then I got um, this one girl that was, uh, she was a reserve, and then the two years she was done, so she, she went back home. She was great. But then I got this one girl, and she wasn't in the military at all. And she wanted to do it her way. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how it happens, because mm-hmm. you're not helping people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and she wanted me to do the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. The same thing, over mm-hmm. and over and over. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually couldn't even talk very good. And I was just like, blah, 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 because this is not... I, 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 just, I don't know. It's something it, like this that didn't work for you, right? Yes. Is what you're saying. Yeah. No, but she didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she didn't yes. work for you. Yeah, yeah. Be- and because she didn't personalize a program for you, and it my doesn't sound wife like was telling him. Don't you understand? This guy is put him back together. It's been almost yeah. f- four years, and you're trying to do it all of a sudden. And you want to do it your way. Yeah. And other different people have been doing, have helped him to see what you know was a problem with him. And I don't know how that happened. The, the, the biggest, the most important aspect of our work as therapists, I think, is to listen to people. Yes, right? yes. And, and, and I mentioned a minute ago about how important patient-specific goals are and desires. I mean, that needs to be first and foremost. Um, so it sounds like that didn't happen in your, your situation. But it will also say that, that physical therapy, just like any other profession, there are some fabulous physical therapists and there are ones that are starting out new and need to learn from people like you, right, as they're working with them or, you know, coworkers, because um, we all start somewhere. I, and, and sometimes that's hard when you're, I don't know if this person was new or not, but I see this sometimes when you're a new clinician, no matter what discipline you're in, occupational, speech, physical, um, it's... It, you cling to what you know 
and this is what I know, so this is what we're going to do. <laughs> it, it's, it's harder to say, what do you want to do, you know, and then develop a, a program together, right? Yeah. But that's, what, that's the idea. That's what we should be th- doing. That's what I like. Those are the, the really good ones, the people that are helping. You listen to people. You yeah. have to listen. With everyone's different. Yeah. We're all different. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. The problem with yeah. those. Yeah. And I always tell people, when you go into a therapist, have a list of what you want to work on. These are the things I want to be able to do in my home. Go up and down the stairs. Take my dog for a walk. You know, Go down to the basement so that I can try to do some laundry. All the exciting things, right? <laughs> um, but that way you are in charge, and it's not the therapist coming in and saying, you're a garden variety person that's had a stroke, and in my mind that means you need to work on A, B, C, D. No, it's about what does Kim want to work on, right? What does Randy want to work on? What do you need um, me to help you with so you can return to your life as you left it before all of this, right? Um, what it's... Pat's experience tells the story. Mm-hmm. She is young, mm-hmm. and maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's what's greedy and suck. What, what? How can you um, kind of assure that that relationship is a good one, a successful one, yeah. so that you get your your needs met? Kind mm-hmm. of is that what you're yes. looking at? Um, I would say I would feel I, I would encourage every. A person that's listening and you guys to feel empowered to represent yourselves and to advocate for yourselves when you go in to meet with a ther- therapist. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the discipline is. You need to take the bull by the horns and yep. say, this is why I'm here. This is what I want to do. And if it's not working, and sometimes therapists and patients don't click for some reason, there are options to move to a different therapist or to sit down and have another conversation and reassess, you know, what your goals are. But but you got that relationship is critical, right? And I think any clinician worth their salt, if the if the dynamic is not working, then you should absolutely find them a therapist that does. Mm-hmm. So there's not a therapist that I know that hasn't. We call it being fired, mm-hmm. being fired. Yeah where it just isn't a good vibe. My Mm -hmm. vibe doesn't work with your vibe, and what's important is you. It's Mm -hmm. not about me. So if people are not happy with their therapist, it's always within your right and your your power to say, I think I'd like to try someone else. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go through two or three, then perhaps maybe you need to look in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's okay. That's okay. Can you talk at all since you've had that sort of ability to watch people recover uh-huh. over the long haul? Uh-huh. Um, and that's sort of a privilege that I've had here that I did not have the benefit of when I was at NRH. Um, and I'm amazed at the recovery that people continue to make mm-hmm. that really the textbooks don't talk about. Mm-hmm ideas of physical recovery that you've seen happen or just what tools or what activities people did that you thought sort of got them back to the business of living? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, when I first started um, practicing, I think the word on the street was there was a window of three to six months where you could make the most recovery, right? And some people still cling to that. 
Now we're seeing it could be, and this is research is showing this one year, two years, talking about physical recovery. And some of the things I've seen, because I've seen good physical recovery, and, and, and a lot of that has to do with a patient's drive to meet a goal, right? It comes from within, or a family that's encouraging of a patient and encourages them to keep working hard. Um, also just people that remain active and engaged in life. And this is all anecdotal, but I've seen have in some cases do better. Um, I have a lot of people who think that once they're discharged from the hospital, they're just going to go home and miraculously, you know, by sitting on the couch on a regular basis, does anybody feel this way? It, that things are just going to come back to them. It doesn't work that way, right? No. Um, and so it's all about being active. I think people have encouraging people around them that aren't going to let them be lazy and get away with stuff or take the shortcut and make them work hard. I think that's in large part the key to to getting places. And we can see recovery for a very, very long time. And yeah. can you speak to also the not-so-great recoveries? Because I've seen some yeah. of those, too. Uh-huh. You lose muscle tone, right? You lose strength pretty quickly. Um, even normals do. If we stop people that haven't had neurological um, you know, uh, involvement in some way, if, if I were to lie in a bed for a couple of days, I would start losing muscle bulk and strength. Range of motion, so joints stiffen up, we, fingers and toes, any, any um, part of the body that isn't able to, you aren't able to move on your own, those parts will stiffen up quickest usually, right? Like fingers, toes, and um, in the case of stroke, a lot of times upper extremity more than the, than the leg. Um, and, uh, I mean, you, skin breakdown if you're not moving around as much, if you're not getting good nutrition, you're not drinking. I mean, all of, there, there's so many different ways to s- stay healthy. Being upright, too. I mean, if you're sitting all the time, your body's going to develop an intolerance to being in a standing position if you can stand, right? So even if you can stand with assistance early on, if you're not able to do it by yourself yet, um, that's great for physiological reasons, just to be upright for digestion, for respiratory reasons. It's good um, for your lungs. It's good for, br- yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, there's a way to do things. And, and, and no, you're right, Melissa, it is difficult for some people. It's not easy, but it's a matter of getting people that can help you change your position and carry on with some of the things you learned at the hospital if you've just gotten out of rehab, Yeah. I think we should thank Marty very, very much for coming in. I don't know what else was on your busy, busy day. What? Am I supposed to say something to Randy? Yeah. Yeah. What? Slow road to better. Hang on, hang on, hang on. on. So thank you, thank you, Marty, um, for coming in. I really appreciate your time and your wisdom um, and all the things that I've learned from you over the years. Thanks for having me. I love your answers. It's like minds think alike. That we're gonna wrap it up on this episode of the Slow Road to Better. Our lawyers made us say this. Disclaimers. What about disclaimers? Your opinion, the group opinion, is not valid. Well. It is, but... It's valid, but I'm having a disclaimer so that we don't get in trouble. Yes. Doctors. Doctors. Who's doctor? 
theirs. Um, they. They. Their doctor. Yes. All right. Yes. So, if people hear something on this podcast, you should ask your doctor. Doctor. Amen.